Welcome to The Wayfinder Show with Adam Lacey and Luis Hernandez, where guests discuss the why and how of making changes in their life that led them down a greater, more authentic path or allowed them to level up in some area of their life. Our goal is to dig deep and provide not only knowledge, but actionable advice to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Come join us and find the way to your dream life. Welcome back to the Wayfinder Show. This is Adam with my partner, Louie. Louie, how's it going today? Doing good, man. Just got back from a little run. I was uh, out in Wash Park here in Denver with a group called the Good Boys, which are like amongst the fastest group here in Denver. Oh, okay. And um, I was way far behind them. Within a quarter mile, you know, they're already out of, I can't even see them. Um, How far did you run? Just five miles. But the, uh, and and there's a a group of like, you know, groupies that I guess we all are. (laughs) But we just all go and run with them. And they're all Olympic qualifiers and stuff. They all go to Olympic trials. Uh, they all qualify for the Olympic trials hmm. and um, they have a, on Monday nights, a little easy run that, you know, is open to the public. It's not their training. So a few of us go and, and just run with them. But I always, even though it's an easy run, I mean, for them, it's easy. And for me, it still should be easy, but you start out with them and you just start at a really fast pace. And it just like, you know, I catch myself and, and slow it down it still ends up being way faster than i like to do on my on my easy days you know so i'm what is winded. their pace there's i don't know man their easy runs are probably like in a six six and a half minute miles mm-hmm. um good. which is fast for me yeah i mean that's definitely my easy pace is around 8 30 10 to 9 um yeah. maybe low eights when i'm in good shape but um but i still ended up doing like 7 30s uh as an average, just because started too fast. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, yo, but I'm, I'm really excited about today's show. Uh, we, you know, uh, we decided we're going to start doing this where we, we kind of take a, uh, take a little time to recap what we've learned about doing this so far, almost like journaling our journey on this. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it because, you know, we've, this is our 15th episode now, and um, I feel like I've learned a lot. Uh, I'm really grateful for for the opportunity to do this with you, and uh, it, it's it's going to be fun. So let's just go back and forth and share a little bit about, you know, what we've learned along the way. Yeah, so Adam, what were, your, what were some of your big takeaways so far on our journey? So I think there were a lot of themes that ran throughout. And one of all, one of the big ones for me that stood out is there we have had some big action takers, people that take yeah. action, whether it's messy action or import perfect action or however you want to categorize it, but just people that tend to find success after taking action and not, not sitting back to overthink it and make sure they're doing the perfect thing. And one of them that comes to mind is Chris Meeks. I mean, Chris Meeks Mm. story is interesting in a lot of ways, but Chris is definitely a guy that I've known for years and I've always known him to just take action. Uh, In fact, one of the first times him and I ever started talking about real estate, you know, I had, I had been looking for a while for out of state real estate investments and, and, decided that I was going to fly out to Cincinnati and I, and I talked to him about it and I was like, we talked about 
potentially partnering up on some deals. And I was like, you want to go with me? Let's go look at some real estate. And he was like, yeah, boom. And we booked some flights and we're on a flight to Cincinnati two weeks later. And, and, and that's just kind of how he is. And I think there's other people that we interviewed that are like that as well. Yeah, totally. Actually, uh, one of the statements that stood out to me from all the interviews we've done so far, the most was, uh, Josh Bouvet's, uh, line you know uh saying what would he tell when we asked him uh, on the wayfinder for what he would tell his 25 year old self and he said uh action beats thinking mm. like what a mic drop statement that was right just yeah that was deep i actually wrote it on my whiteboard at work and, and talked about it with my team too and uh th- that's something i'm really guilty of like i tend to overthink so many right. things and it paralyzes me right and so then i don't get it done or i'll rush to get it done at the last minute we don't do it and so really trying not to overthink things and just take action well but, and yeah. same with you know mark owens also told told a story related to action where he yeah. was trying to get back to baltimore and he he mm-hmm. wanted to hitch back hitchhike back and and there was a guy that was complaining because he had been sitting there trying to hitch a ride for i forget how long and Mark said, well, screw it. I ain't sitting here. So he just started walking. And sure enough, he had a ride within however many minutes. And right. Made it back to, yeah, he caught three different rides and made it back to Baltimore within a week, I think. You know, yeah. Because he decided to take that first step. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 You're absolutely right. There's a very common theme that all of these people uh, who are very successful have came down to taking action. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah, uh, I, I actually probably would have started there too with the action, um, but uh, so it's hard to come up with another. I, I did make, we're going to probably, it seems like we're going to talk about Chris a lot, <laughs> but uh, one of the things that stood out to me about people like Chris or or anybody else here, but the story that resonated with me the most was Chris's Lamborghini story. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's funny and all that, and it was kind of indirect, you know, he's doing it to to bid up uh, an auction site or whatever, but he ended up getting stuck with it. Um, and that could have been like a real, you know, he didn't have the money. He's trying to figure out how to do it and he did it. And then he's struggling with it and all that. But what he did with it afterwards, I just was like dumbfounded by, right? Like he just, I, I, like to take that, to turn it into a mechanism for good in the world, right? Like yeah. helping kids who are being bullied um i just i just was so inspired by that i thought he took poop and turned it into gold really (laughs) right like and he's uh, got a few of those bully stories you know that he's been able to help kids out like that by picking them up with some lamborghini so yeah i i agree it's pretty cool what he decided to do with that and i think that that speaks to another common theme of of giving back and and Mm -hmm. having gratitude you know and i think you know, we all know Will Talty mm-hmm. because we've met through Go Abundance Emerge program and, and we've kind of become a little accountability pod on our own. But but one of the reasons Will even knew about um, Go Abundance is through uh, an organization with Tim Road that he still, right. I think, gives his time to. What, what is it? Um, Life Fo- When Life Fully Lived? Is that That's what it's right. called? Something I believe called. so. So, yeah. You know, and, and I know there's other people along the way that we've talked to that like to give back to. 
Yeah, Mike Malone with the way he pays it forward. Yes. That was impressive, right? And it's so selfless in the way they do it. Like, they're not giving back to, you know, in his case, he's not giving back towards a nonprofit for a tax write-off or anything like that. It's just what he feels inspired to give somebody. I mean, that's right. really touching. Um, I just love that. And, and sure, our government incents us to go and give back. But so many times when we do it for that point alone, are we really giving back? I don't know. Yes and no. But um, but I, I, I just have a lot more admiration for the people who do it without even thinking of, you know, what's the write-off? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Now, I think another common theme that I've noticed um it seems like success and happiness kind of live right on the other side of authenticity. Uh, you know, meaning a lot of us go through life and maybe we're not fully our authentic selves or we're, we're doing what we think other people think we should do, or, or we're doing, we're on some path that maybe isn't the truest path for us. And then, and then something come along and, and lights a fire under us and, and, the people that have just decided to really look deep into their soul and figure out who they are tend to find success. And I, I yeah. think we heard that with <laughs> Lena. Lena had a great story about, you mm -hmm. know, being on track to be in the medical industry and, and, you know, doing what her parents wanted her to do and, and just realizing, you know what, I love working with kids. I like teaching. I, this is what I want to do. I, I, I know I just went through four years of college, but I'm, I got to do me. And she, and she's seemingly a very, very happy person for choosing that path. Totally. You know, along those lines, I mean, some of the people we had on here, like, like Lena, like Will, like Erica Pruce, um, Andrew Bradley, Josh Bouvet, they all, it seemed like spent some time being unaligned with their authentic selves. Right. Mm-hmm. And they took a sharp turn to to go after becoming their authentic selves, right? And uh, like, luckily, people like Lena and Will learned it early on. Sure. Um, but they they you know the pressure that comes from their families trying to get them to go in one way, who work so hard for their kids to go in one way, and then they are the kids, and they feel that pressure, and then they go in a totally different direction, like in the case of uh, Will and and Lena. Or even later in life with Erica, um, I mean that that's that's tremendous, right? And it, it requires yeah. a lot of alignment to become your authentic self, and and I can't even imagine the pressure. Uh, so uh, I, I really admire that about all of them. Yeah, and, I yeah. mean, and they're all interesting in their unique way, right? Like you mentioned, totally. Will Will Dalty, who, you know, I mean for a lot of people growing up in a vineyard or, or having the opportunity to take over a family vineyard and just right. make wine the rest of your life is probably an ideal scenario. And he totally. just realized that it wasn't for him. And yeah. like, he even went to college for it and then, yeah. <laughs> and then decided to <laughs> right. skip it. I'm going to go work a job and invest in real estate out in Colorado. And uh, yeah, it was cool. And then to the other end of the spectrum, you got Erica Pruce, who's spent a right. nice long career working in her family business before deciding to take the leap and and start her own completely new thing and and on the other side of the world. So totally, <laughs> pretty cool too. Both those completely different yeah. points in their life to make that change, but 
still both seem very happier once they made that switch. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's about being aligned with your, your authentic self. Right. So yeah. um, that's pretty cool. And, you know, somewhere along those lines, the, the, the concept of vulnerability, just putting yourself out there. Uh, yeah. First of all, I'm sure you're with me and just being grateful to all these people for, for sharing their stories out here. Some of them Absolutely. have never done that. Right. And some mm -hmm. of them were still uncomfortable here doing that. Uh, and others have for a long time, you know, like Mark Owens has spoken all over about his story and, and uh, he, he inspires a lot of people, but, but the point is that they, I think that there's a, a point where, when you really put yourself out there, um, you, there's, there's like a relief. It almost feels like you went to like a breakthrough therapy session that really helps you grow. I know I felt that way with my show. Um, I don't know if you did with yours. Yeah, but I'm sure absolutely. you did. I mean, it uh, it that that vulnerability is really another piece that comes out. It makes you feel like a real person, right? And helps right. you connect with them. So yeah, and even through people's stories. I mean, think about yeah. Mark Owens reaching out to his high school sweetheart from prison, mm -hmm. being completely vulnerable that way. Reaching out a second time after she dissed him. Yeah, and <laughs> and now he's been married to her for how however many years. It's, yeah, it's yeah. I still don't cool. know what she's thinking, but yeah, seriously, <laughs> I know them both, and you know he's good. <laughs> I can see, <laughs> but uh, she's awesome too, by the way. Yeah. The um, you know, and it, it's funny because going back to Josh Bouvet with his, he talks about this a lot now. How he just wasn't aligned with his authentic self, but he, and, and he had all these vulnerabilities that he bottled up, right, and and that caused him to take drugs and and you know all this stuff, and I, I think that's that's the case for a lot of people like how we self-medicate in one way or not hide hide all those vulnerabilities as opposed to putting them out there and uh once we do that's when we can be free of you know and, and live a happy and authentic life right and and not have to use drugs and alcohol i think that's a big breakthrough piece i don't know maybe they teach that in a 12-step program i i'm not familiar with it but I don't know if they specifically teach it or not, but I, I think, you know, it's definitely part of it, right? It's getting totally. out there and, and and telling your story and getting vulnerable with a bunch of strangers. And and, totally. and like we talked about on Josh's uh, interview, it, it's very similar to, you know, GoBundance and, and other mastermind type of groups where people get together and, and have some accountability and, and share and, and, Frankly, if, you, if you're not going to get vulnerable, then there's probably no point to doing things like that because you're not going to get out of it. Because it's one, it, like you said, it's once you, you truly open up and tell, show everybody your skeletons and and that's really right. get into it. That's that's when you start to bond with people, and that's when the magic starts to happen. Totally. So I couldn't agree more. That's yeah. That's huge. You know, uh, one of the other big things it kept coming up. I think everybody said this. Um, that's almost like a cheat code is just like the people you surround yourself with. Right. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, almost everybody said that in one way or, or another, what makes them successful is just surrounding yourself with them. Um, and there was some interesting different ways that people said that, but that, that, that's clear to me now. And uh, I, I see that, you know, because you and I got together, we had the show now and, and I think we're both pretty big action takers Mm -hmm. by doing this and I, and I think we're going to have a lot of success doing we're, we're growing our 
uh, community, our our network, I guess you can say, uh, through this as well. And and so it, it's pretty cool to to see how that's played out for them, and it's going to be cool to see how that plays out for us moving yeah. forward. I mean, what a and, fun way to meet like-minded people that just like listening to us have conversations with interesting people. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> when it's I see that cool somebody that we get to do this, I'm pretty grateful. Yeah, really. I can't believe it sometimes when uh, I see the, you know, our show was downloaded or streamed or whatever. And I'm like, what, really? Somebody listen, <laughs> listen mm-hmm. to this? This is wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thankfully, uh, man, we've had a few more than three. I can't believe it, but it's it's been good. It's wild. You know, so I went to lunch, dinner last week with Andrew Bradley, as you know, and, and, uh, and, and Mike and Will. And uh, Andrew actually brought up an interesting stat, and I haven't confirmed if it's true or not. But he said to be in the top 5% of podcasts, you only need to have 10 episodes. I've heard that before, yeah. That is wild, dude. We're already 5%ers. <laughs> yeah, man. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. So along those lines, though, it, it, it's uh, of the, um, you know, the people you surround yourself with and all that. I feel like I have gotten so much closer to so many, uh, even people I already knew that we've already interviewed. Um, but from that, I feel like I've already benefited from maybe reinforcing or bringing, making me aware of some of these, uh, some of these um, traits that make for successful people. Mm-hmm. And the conversations that we have with them, um, or even after we stop recording, I think have really, really uh, helped me already grow quite a bit. And there's um, the secret people. Like I don't know if it's, yeah. it's probably not much of a secret because you hear people say it all the time. But it's sometimes the the most fun conversations we have are after we stop recording. Unfortunately for you guys, yeah. but man, it's I mean that's when we just start having fun and there's no more microphone on intimidating everybody. We just start BSing. It's a, it's a really good time. Yeah. And have you noticed the evolution that we've had, you know, because of that, like, it seems like we're, we're getting better at having those conversations during the recording. I think, I think we are. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Cause we get to share them with our audience and I love that. But um, you know, we started with the intention of just getting people's stories and then getting into having the conversations of where they are now and their expertise and different things like that. Right. And to me, the one that really was the big breakthrough on that was uh, Erica, Erica Payne. Um, right. We went, I've known Erica for 20 years and she has a fascinating story uh, that is very inspiring. And, you know, I think I tried to lead us going in that direction, but we really didn't, you know, she, she took it in a whole different direction, right. With the, with the bodybuilding and the fitness stuff. And it became a really good conversation, right? Where I learned some, I think she actually probably inspired more people, uh, you know, with what the goal she had to give. Um, And and that was the first one that I think really that happened, you know, where it's helped me grow, I think, as an interviewer and uh, podcast host. How do you feel about that? Yeah. And whether it was the first one or not, I can't remember. That could very well be true. But yeah, I mean, Erica, what a ball of energy. That was yeah. a, that was a very fun conversation. And and yeah, it makes sense, right? I mean, when she started about the stuff that, that really lights her up, that's when the yeah. conversation got fun. It makes yeah. sense, right? Just like anything. I mean, it's... I, 
I think we're all, a lot of us are okay telling our story, but it's, it's, you know, it's just our story. It's not that interesting to us, but if you let people talk about what they love and what they're passionate about and, and their, their future vision and, and, and trying to help people get from point A to point B, I mean, that's fun. And it just lights sure. people up. So I think, you know, going forward, that's, that's what we need to do more of. And, and I know we've talked right. about this before. It's just trying to, you know, maybe get through some of the, the, <laughs> the, chronological details a little quicker and just get into the goods totally i like the way you put that getting into the goods so uh you know one one other one that had a uh left a, a resonating message for me that i never really thought about was uh ted canto you know another gentleman who i'd known he was older than me in college but i knew him since college so we weren't too tight but he kind of i consider him a bit of a mentor as yeah. i mentioned but uh, and I know he's been highly, highly successful uh, in the mortgage industry out in Phoenix. But he's really passionate now about the Men to Kings program, which I saw he just launched, you know, last week in in Facebook. But he, um, it made me think about myself a lot as a man, and uh, what that means: male energy versus female energy, or feminine, however he put it that way. Uh, how we all have some how we use it, how, how, um, you know, uh, how we all have some of each, how we all interact with each other's, you know, almost like primal energies that we try to hide maybe to come off politically correct or whatever. I don't know, but right. Um, uh, I thought that was, that was of all of the episodes, it might be the one where I learned the most, just an area that I wasn't very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, kind of made me start thinking about that quite a bit. Yeah, area I want to uh, look more into myself too. I mean, I think uh, you know, he mentioned an author. I think David Data is that the author yeah. that had yeah. a few books, and I've heard I've heard that name a few times. But it, yeah, it might be worth checking out. Super interesting, interesting concepts. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I a couple. Other things uh, I've gotten along uh, out of this. I, I just want to say, Adam, I think having started with our stories was great, like we were talking about. And I'll be honest, I thought my story, I think before all of this was, maybe it was interesting. I thought I had gone through some stuff and, you know, and then I heard your story. And I'll tell you, and even after everybody else's, uh, people who've been to jail, the people who've had to overcome all the family pressures, you know, to get out of whatever. Uh, I wouldn't trade like my experience. I I mean, I, 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 that's not the right way to put it. I, I, I really think, um, I guess I got most uncomfortable with your experience because I just thought how, tragic that is like i gotta say man I, I don't think there's anything i would rather go to jail for whatever reason right as a parent i think anybody can relate uh i'll go bankrupt 20 times you know whatever whatever it is um i just can't imagine that one i was i remember feeling really uncomfortable when you yeah. started talking about that and i, I want to thank you first of all for sharing it um and then i want to commend you for getting through it and and your and your son and your wife and your other son for getting through it because I think that's probably the worst uh, thing that any parent could possibly go through, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, definitely not easy. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. It, it sucked. I mean, obviously, we got 
luckier than a lot of people we knew yeah. during that time you know i mean one thing we probably didn't get into in my episode is that you know you get to know people right i mean sure. you know nolan was doing chemo well there's a lot of different types of chemo you know if you're if you've never had to deal with it closely in your life i think during his 42 week treatments he had you know four or five different types of chemo that he'd get and and there were some times that we'd be there and he his infusion would take hours so you know you're kind of sitting around and he's hooked up to an iv and you're you're around playing and there's other kids so you kind of get to know other people is sure. what i'm trying to say and, and there's there's a few people that we knew through that time that didn't make it out the other yeah. side you know and it, it's it's tough it's it sucks um yeah that's how it is it, it's it's no good and that's why i try to try to give back where I can. And, and I'm really, I guess I'll throw this out in the universe. I'm really looking for an opportunity. I, I was working with one organization that was great and they, they do a lot of research around uh, cancer treatments, but man, I, I don't know if this is <laughs> selfish in some way or whatnot, but I really want to get into a place where I can like talk to other parents or, or patients that are going through it and just see if there's any way I can, I can use my experience um, going through it with my son, you know, watching my son go through keys, cancer treatments and to try to like, just be there for somebody else that's going through it. So um, I guess I'm just throwing that out there. If anybody has an opportunity like that, um, you know, let me know yeah. any way I can help. I'd love to, cause I've, I've been there and it's a, it's a lonely, dark place sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully if somebody hears this, you get back to Adam on that. Yeah. Uh, he's got a lot to give. So yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. For so I, I just wanted to let you know that, man. And, and it, it made me feel like anything that I had gone through is nothing. There's no reason why I should be saying, woe is me about anything. I've been blessed. And, and fortunately you are too, with your son having turned out all right. But yeah, uh, but exactly. I still I have a lot, a lot to be grateful for. So I'm not, right. I'm not sitting here. Woe is me either, but, uh, right. but yeah, man, it, it sucked. No doubt. Um, but I guess to flip the script on you, another thing, man, like, like, I think you underestimate or downplay your action taking ability. We talked about action taking earlier and, you know, you graduating college, you know, doing your thing with the Boy Scouts and then saying, screw it, I'm going to dive in and do real estate investing. And then <laughs> 2008 smacks you on your ass and then, all right, well, let's move to Colorado and let's do this thing. And and now I'm going to start my own brokerage and, and you're an action taker yourself, man. And even you. things you're doing, a lot of people, I don't even know if we got into this or, or whatnot, but I uh, talk a little bit about the, the Berkshire Hathaway meeting every, every year you kind of get together now and, and you kind of lead the effort to, to rent a house oh, yeah. and get people together and just go, yeah. you know, spend this weekend trying to meet people. And that that's cool, man, that you do things like that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that, that is so much fun. I, if you're a, a finance geek or, you know, Berkshire Hathaway geek, like, uh, which <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm just, I, you know, I think when I first learned about Warren Buffett, I was in business school. I think I'd heard his name or something, but you, you start, you take any finance class, he's going to come up the way he analyzes you know, anything, any companies. Uh, and then you start looking into it and then you hear about the meeting. And then, you know, back then you, you, I didn't know there were B shares. So A shares back then were like, uh, I think uh, approaching 200,000 for a share. And I thought you had to own one of these to, to do it. And 
And then I thought I discovered like the world's greatest like uh, hack by knowing that oh, all I had to do is buy one B share, <laughs> which at the time was like a hundred bucks. And that was still a lot. So like I saved up for it and got one just so I can get tickets to go. And because uh, I had it on my vision board, I want to go and and take and go to the Berkshire Hathaway meeting. And then I went and met a lot of cool people, a lot of really down to earth, cool people. They call it the Woodstock of of capitalism but really it's a bunch of like normal people who like you know value investing and which is really a way of life that is is a good way of life it's not total like corrupt capitalism you know scorch the earth for your own benefit like thing that people think of so i had this vision of you know one day and it's still growing you know getting a bunch of other people together in a house that are into this thing and so last year we rented a big house through Airbnb and it started with just friends I know who I think are interesting and is a way to reconnect with them. And we go and we shared uh, the house and then we go to the meeting. We wait out at five in the morning with everybody else. And we got yeah. last year, we got so close to them that we saw like people like Tim Cook and uh, uh, Jamie Dimon was there. I mean, we were like a few feet away from us, you know, some of the world's greatest CEOs. It, it was it was fun. Yeah. And the whole weekend is like, there's all kinds of geeky finance events happening and it's almost all free actually. Um, yeah. And the house makes it affordable. By the way, I'll say right now, it looks like I may have a spot or two for that uh, this year. A couple of people just had to drop out. Well, one's on the fence about having to drop out and um and then and one did have to drop out. So if anybody's listening to this, I'd say send me an email and tell me something interesting about you and why you would want to come and be in our house. And if we have the opening, I'll choose one and send uh, and send an invitation if you can. It's going to be May 6th, but we're going to this year we're getting it from Thursday through Sunday. So what's that going to be like May 4 through 7? Uh, tons of stuff to do. It's a good time. Clothing um, optional. Clothing optional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Just kidding. Yeah. And uh, so if you're into that kind of thing, yeah, come on out. Uh, <laughs> made some amazing friendships last year from it. And and it's only growing. So I, I hope to do this every year. Hey, maybe. Yeah, that's cool. I won't be able to make it this year because I just, you know, it's just right. timing is off for me with closing on the business and whatnot. But uh, I would love yeah. to do it in the future. Totally. Totally. So on that, can you talk about anything big changing in your life now? Sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, there's some specifics I can't get into because I'm under sure. confidentiality agreement. But yeah, I mean, I actually put my my two weeks notice in today to nice. talk to my boss about it. Finally, I was, really wasn't looking forward to that. But honestly, he was actually really cool with it. Like, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, it's not like I'm leaving to go work for our biggest competitor not that there right. even really is one it's like i'm <laughs> i'm kind of leaving the engineering world and moving to south carolina to to um acquire a business and run that business so yeah i'm super excited man at this point um you know from when we're recording this i'm probably leaving town in about three weeks um and head down to south carolina so wow I'm looking That's forward exciting, to it. Man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm really stoked. This yeah. has kind of been a 
it's really a dream to be honest with you to not to get too sappy, but I will. I mean, it's, 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 I've wanted to live in a warmer climate. I've wanted to be yeah. by the ocean. I've wanted to just kind of own my own business, which is, you know, really why I got into real estate investing a few years ago. And it's just, it just never was a good fit for me. What I, at least what I was trying to do with it. Um, or, 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 you know, like I, I was telling somebody the other day, I feel like I did things out like just out of order, you know, like it would have made sense yeah. to like buy a business, build up capital and start investing in real estate in the side, except I tried to like make real estate investing my, my vertical income. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's real estate's a long game. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, but yeah, I, I'm kind of doing it all in, in one fell swoop and, and, my wife Katie awesome is on board and and my my kids are stoked to live by the beach and and we're we're going and things are starting nice. to fall in line and uh it's it's happening really quickly so it's great that's exciting uh, from my vantage point it's just been great to see how this has developed and again to confirm you you don't just take action but you take it quick i mean you just Remember, I don't even think it was a year ago, and you're like, "I'm thinking of buying a business. This is how I'm gonna." Yeah, it was W two. It was late October. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. And you went out and you analyzed the crap out of a ton of businesses, and you figured oh, yeah. out the destination you wanted to be in with it, and mm -hmm. you just made the world align for you. Um, yeah. It was. It's awesome. It's been amazing to watch. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. And and yeah, what did they say? Luck is just where. Um, preparation meets opportunity it's just kind of one of those things that you know busted my ass and then lo and behold the right opportunity kind of came along and i, I jumped on it so yes yeah. it's it great good for you feel very grateful though and uh and yeah man you know there's there's a lot of big moves i'm, I'm gonna definitely miss our local uh denver tribe here but hopefully yeah. hopefully you guys will still keep me around in some kind of virtual way i mean you have to because <laughs> you're locked to me with this awesome podcast we have but hopefully the yeah. rest of the guys stay in touch yeah we will <laughs> the um i guess the last thing i want to bring up is you know we had that episode where we talked about your 75 hard journey and uh -huh. um yeah. all right i'll just put it out there now i'm committed by the time this comes out, I should already be a few Ooh, days into it. You're locking in. I love I'm it. I knew this, but in. I didn't know if you were going to throw it out there to the universe. Yeah, that's cool. So, so when it, to, did you right? get a start date yet? Are you starting um, the first Monday yeah. in April? I think, well, that will be my latest day, maybe before that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of reasons why. There's some things I have to definitely work out. You know, I, I have a lot of crap food. I have chosen the Mediterranean diet as well, but there's some, which is, I'd say about 85% of the way I already eat, but then I have other things, uh, you know, I've bought from recent grocery shoppers that I don't want to let go to waste. <laughs> uh, just be, So I want to get through some of that. Uh, figuring out the second workout and how to fit in my schedule is probably the, the biggest challenge I'm having. So I actually went yesterday afternoon and checked out a couple of gyms, got a couple cool. more I want to go check out and pick one. And obviously running will be one of my workouts every day. And then, uh, Maybe I'll do two a day sometimes. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah. But I can't do that every day. So uh I, I, I look forward to using this as a way of getting fit in other ways than just being a scrawny little runner. Yeah, you man. Pump some weights. Maybe, so good for you. Yeah, totally. Maybe I'll build some muscles and my wife <laughs> might actually be attracted to me again. It's, it's <laughs> this might be a good time. <laughs> there you go, man. 
I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait to follow along on your journey and see how you're doing with it. I'm sure you'll yeah. be fine. But yeah, it's it's thanks. It's it was a great experience for me. So I'm I'm happy Good. for you. Hopefully it is for you as well. Yeah, we'll see. And by the way, I'll tell you, I even, you know, I, I listened to the podcast you said to listen to the Andy Frisella one about yeah about uh you know uh, about the whole thing and it was part in there he's like if you have to ask the question then you probably shouldn't do it so i think uh the biggest one for me is obviously the na beers uh decided i'm cutting them out too even though you know they're non-alcoholic or you know very small fraction it's still still have to ask the question on it right so i probably should the answer's right there i probably shouldn't do those there you go which yeah so um yeah, it's going to be fun. All See right. You. Well, you all heard it here first. We're going to keep Louie to this. We'll keep checking <laughs> in with him throughout on the podcast so you guys know how he's doing. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, we got a lot of exciting episodes uh, that we've already recorded. Uh, will be getting released in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of great guests lining up, too. I kind Let's of feel like we've exciting. hit an inflection point, Louie. I mean, I hate to say it because I, I mean, the, the first few guests were were phenomenal and we've had sure. a lot of fun with all of them, but but things have started to take off here, I think. It's cool, man. Like the, uh, you know, we were just calling up our friends, right? Who were right. interesting people. Exactly. And we were very fortunate enough to, you know, that they agreed to it and they were very supportive and and, and we got them on, on here. But now we're, you know, we can make a call or send an email and get some people that we would never have any business connecting with. Mm-hmm. And some of them we've already recorded and, and they'll be coming out and it's exciting, but there's so many others who've already committed to, yeah. to coming on. And it, it's going to be interesting, man. Joe Rogan, watch out, bro. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking you down, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, man. Uh, Most importantly, let's just keep having fun. This is a blast. And absolutely. And- I'm having it. So thank you for joining me on this ride. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, we will talk soon. Thanks everybody for listening. You know how to get a hold of us if you need to. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the Wayfinder show. If you got value from this episode, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will allow us to help more people find their way to live more authentic and exciting lives. We'll catch you on the next episode.